Hey, welcome to this episode of Hope and Struggle and Happy New Year! Welcome 2024. Hey guys, I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you for listening to Hope and Struggle and being part of this. I love you and I pray about you. I pray about this community and I just pray most of all for God to do His will through the things that we share, whether that's through hope or humor or truth or Bible studies or whatever it is that God places on my heart. I just want this to be used for your good, but for His glory most of all. Today, I wanna talk to you a little bit about how we can make this year better or different than last year and the years before. There's many, many ways to do this, but I'm gonna share with you what I do as far as writing my goals. And I don't want you to think of it like, oh, great, another goal thing, oh, great. No, I want to talk with you about making worthy goals. I have uh, some stuff that I've done before on the podcast, if you wanna kinda like search before, where we kinda get down and dirty. I'm gonna start with something that I really have never really, I guess, dove into, but my mentor who really has helped me just become a business person. I remember she, uh, Shalene Johnson had said, you know, I've got all these friends that are kind of like these accidental entrepreneurs. And it's funny that I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so right. I believe now I am, this is exactly what I should be doing. I've been an entrepreneur for 16 years this year. We've made um, millions, which I even say that, and I don't want that to sound pompous, but I'm telling you, it's 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 uh, something that can be done. I never, ever, ever knew that uh, we could reach the amount of people and, and do what we've done in uh, like an online home business. I don't know. I didn't know what I was doing, but I did have a love for people and I had truth in my story and what God has not only done for me, but what fitness has done. And, and I have a degree in kinesiology and I'm a personal trainer and instructor. And so all that ended up just like working together so well. And I praise God for it, but I didn't know how to set goals. I wasn't even real sure how to make business plan. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't real sure. I'm, I'm like the, I got an idea every hour, girl. Like, give me the mic, you know. And my husband was is very much more detail oriented, and he, was, we were such a good team, you know. And he has passed away since, and um, it's been rough. I mean, it has been very, very rough. But I do try to keep the main things, the main things. And one of the main things that we did every year, and now of course I do it all by myself, but is we set goals. And what we would do is we would go individually and write our own goals, like, you know, minimum of 10. Then we'd go to dinner, something like fun and, you know, fancy or something. And then we'd share our, like he would share with me his personal goals. I'd share with me my personal goals. When I say personal, I mean, any goals that I set for, you know, the kids or me or my life or my uh, spiritual walk or my physical health or the business. And then he would share the same. And then we would, together do like our couple family goals. And it was so much fun. Oh my God, and that sounds like so tedious and lame and boring. Oh my gosh, it was fun. Cause what's funny, the very first year we did this, I wrote mine. We actually went to a live push goal, um, uh, like meetup with Shaleen where she promoted her new book. And so she gave us like time there, you know, you have 10 minutes, write your goals. So I wrote mine and he, he wrote his, you know, kind of for our lives, but then we were supposed to compare them. And what just blew me away, which by the way, God blessed me with a wonderful man. And by the way, his wife was pretty nice too. Hey, right here. But we wanted the same things. And we had both unfortunately been hurt very badly in our first marriages. And we were never going to do that to each other. So it's almost like we had a second chance. You know what I mean? And, and, and he had cancer and then we had a child together and it was just a really cool deal. So on that first time we did this, 
I gave him mine and, and he gave me his. And we looked at him and I looked at him. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Seven of our goals were exactly the same. And like, we thought that was so funny and we loved it. And that didn't happen every year, but it is, it made my heart warm to know what he wanted because I was going to help him do those. And I was going to help do the ones I could to help it get where he wanted it to get. You know what I mean? And, and it was never anything weird. It was always for the good of the family. It was always glorifying to God. It was always something that would just better us as a couple and a family and our business and our future and physically and la, 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 all those things. And Doing that alone now, like I said, is nowhere near as fun, but it still has the same principle to help us grow, to help us um, get very real with what it is we're doing or what it is we're not doing. And there's something so, so good about that. We tend, I think, to lie a little bit to ourselves. And I think we think sometimes when we think of doing something or think about it, we almost think that's actually progress. It's not. Thinking about it or talking about it isn't the same as doing something about it. And I know you're like, no, no, duh, but why don't we then? So we've got to get to that point where our best personal manager, and I'm going to share with you how I do these goals and where I begin. And so that being said, um, get a pen and paper, and I'm going to pray for us real fast, and I'm going to dive into this. <sighs> Dear Jesus, God, I love you so much. Thank you for today. Thank you for the people in our lives. Thank you for uh, hope and struggle and just these people that listen, I uh, just ask that you will be here for this time. Please, Lord God, just let what you want to come out of my mouth and nothing else. I'll lift up these people to you. I pray that I can be just a source of encouragement for them, but most of all, that this can glorify you. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Okay, you got a piece of paper? Let's go. I want you to get a piece of paper in number one, two, seven. One to seven. And by the way, if you're like, I like this or I need more, please go to shaleenjohnson.com. She has so many tutorials. You can even find so many things on YouTube. Um, or, you, or you may have someone in the business world, the online business world or regular business world or whatever world you follow. Uh, that's just do something. And it needs to be where you write things down and you take time to go to each of these categories and you take the effort to write things down and not just think about them. And you may need to take a day off. You may need to go to lunch all by yourself, whatever it is. But we need to sit in the quiet and write. So here are your seven things. Number one, spirituality. And I'm going to call that your walk with Jesus. Um, but I'm just, I'll just put that there. Number one. Number two, your health. And, I'll, and I'm going to talk to you the difference between these next two. Number three is your body. And you maybe you can call it your physical body, physicality, whatever. But I want health and like your actual body to be two different things. Because everyone kind of thinks that your body is just, that's health. That's what you want to be health. Well, I, I think it's not. I think it's, they go together, of course, but I think they're different. I'll explain in a minute. So spirituality, health, body, or physicality. Um, relationships is number four. Work is number five, six is finances, and seven is fun. No joke, fun. Now, again, I started all these because Shalene, you know, kind of guided us and, and like, by the way, she's never steered me wrong. So I'm always like, okay, let's take the time to get in and do this. And you guys getting close to them all these years, they actually do this. They actually spend a lot of time reading and literally writing with a pen and paper and getting down and dirty and doing all the work that when with the, the, the you know the result you see is just this pretty fun cute thing that's got it all together there's legit hours and hours and hours and hours of work that i've seen them put in like no one's shortchanging anyone here 
So I want you just to open your mind to, you know, the knowledge if, if we want what we want, we're going to have to do things a little differently. And we're going to probably have to dive in just a little bit more than we want to. And there's nothing but good stuff going to come from that. All right. So you have these seven things, spirituality. Let me just describe them. And you're going to rate all of these from one to 10. So if you want to pause me, go for it. Number one, spirituality. This is in my loving opinion, your walk with God. Um, the amount of time you spend, you know, maybe learning more, that's a Bible study. Maybe this is you actually going to church or finding a small group or a women's group. Um, anything about your God-given purpose, anything um, when it comes to your spiritual life, your walk with Jesus. And if you want to call it something else, that is up to you, but I'm always going to encourage you that to seek Jesus, period, period, period. Number two, health. And this is where I'm going to dif- differentiate between number two and number three. Number two, health. I think this is where we paramount, we we put mental health at the top. This is a course where I want you to talk about maybe how your sleep is going, you know, how your water intake is going, how you feel in the sense of how you physically feel healthy or not healthy in the sense of how's my body functioning. And I mean, from a hormonal level, a mental level, that kind of thing. Now, why I put number three as body or physical is that to me, this means a little bit more in the sense of how is it that I want to um, function in the sense of my body, right? And so when I think of this is where, you know, working out needs to be specific. It's yes, we need to be healthy and work out. That could be walking. But I really think it could be and probably should be a little bit more like we should be lifting, especially for those of us women that are, you know, 35 and older, we start to lose our muscle mass every year if we don't combat it. You guys, and you're not going to get big and bulky. Okay, you're not. You're going to get a thing called F-I-N-E, fine first. You're going to get fine. You're going to look better inside and outside your clothes, but you're going to feel better. You're going to walk taller. Your clothes will look better on you so that when you walk by a mirror, you won't have that yucky, frustrated feeling like, ugh, you won't be hiding behind people in photos. You know what I mean? You won't be buying black all the time and just trying to hide things. Like it has so much to do with how we feel about everything. And so it's why I kind of want to, I want to separate them because I feel like they're, they walk hand in hand, but there's two different categories in my opinion. Number three, relationships, family, friends, your spouse, you know, relationships. Maybe uh, you also have a community or something along that, that lines, but this is what that basically is relationships, your work. Um, that is whatever work you do. Maybe you do volunteer work. Maybe you don't uh, need to work outside the home to actually pay bills. Maybe you volunteer, whatever. How is that? How is that going? Let's go from one to 10. Maybe you own a company. Maybe you work for a school. Maybe you work for a company, whatever it is. How is that going? Because there should be some sort of, in my humble opinion, a God-given purpose within your work somehow, some way. And, um, you know, how is that going? Do you need to take another certification? Do you need to be a little tighter this year with stuff? Are you kind of dogging it, meaning half you know whating it, half donkey it's a booty? And, you know, I mean, are you, <laughs> are you like literally, by the way, you can cuss if you want. I can cuss. I cuss sometimes too. I just don't. I just want to keep you focused here. But uh, there's that. Okay. Number four uh, or number one, two, three, four, five, six. We're at six finances. Finances might take a little bit more, but how are you with tithing? How are you with saving money? Where are you with your long-term money? Are you invested? Are you investing? Um, Are you uh, in debt? You know, this is where we got to kind of put things in. And then lastly, this is my lowest ranking this year. And I love that this is in here because it is so, so, so important. 
The seventh and last one is fun. Fun. That can be time with friends. That can be you going to board and brush. That can be you go meeting girls for, you know, a movie, um, getting your hair nailed it, nails did. That could be going on a trip. That could be you um, getting into a hobby that you've thought you've wanted to get into for a while. Maybe that's, um, you know, uh, date nights. Maybe that's, I don't know, whatever it is that you would consider fun. Okay. Now, each of these you need to rank one to 10. Okay, pause me, go for it. Okay, cool. Now, if you want a little bit more in depth with each of these, you can certainly Google it. I don't wanna waste your time here. I kind of feel like you get it all, but if these rank low, okay, we have to now then think how can we this year do what we need to do with each of these to rank them higher? And it's not just make more money. It's not just work more, work less. It's not just, you know, I want to be a better wife. It, it can't work like that. Every goal has to be smart. S-M-A-R-T. And I'm sure that you have heard that before. If you want to fast forward through this next little part, please do. But I'm going to kind of talk to you a little bit about that real quickly. So let's say, like, for okay, I'll, I'll tell you about me, for instance. Um, my fun was like a two. And I don't like that. Like, if we were like one-on-one -on -one friends, you would know, oh, I just want to have fun. Like, if, I, if, if, if you asked me to go somewhere, I'm like, is it fun? Are we going to laugh that I'm there? Do you know what I mean? Like, to me, that's a life. I like laughing so hard that I may have to change my clothes. You know what I mean? I feel like I decrease my age. I feel like I get younger the more I laugh. And I love having fun. My version of fun could be different than many people's, but I like physical kind of fun. That sounded weird. Hey, let's hope sometime. But uh, the physical kind of fun, like I would like to go work out with you, I would, which by the way, that's fun for me. I would like to go on a trip. I would love to play pickleball. Like I want to do fun stuff. To me, that's fun. Physical's fun. But how am I going to increase my fun this year? I can't just say, oh, I want to have more fun. I actually have to make a, a list and make a plan and make on purpose things to get to places that I think are fun. So that goes for each of these. But we can't just say, oh, I want to, you know, be more spiritual. I want to be closer to God. Okay, how? Because, you know, a plan, I mean, a goal without a plan is a wish. And we don't want to do wishes here. We want to make plans from our goals. So real fast, here's how we do the SMART goals. SMART goals are specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. The T to me is always the hardest one to me because I have to put a time frame on it. Yeah, if you miss the time frame, you can always move it, but they need to be specific. You can't just say, I want to be closer to God. We have to say, okay, how can I, specifically, how can I be more spiritual, be closer to God? Okay, specifically, I can plan to do four you know, Bible studies this year, one per quarter. Okay, let's just say that, right? Okay, cool. Well, how can I measure if I'm getting there? Well, I'm going to actually do the Bible studies, use my Bible, try to really, you know, uh, absorb that stuff. Okay, number three, is that achievable? Could I literally do one, you know, decent-sized Bible study within three months? Absolutely. Is that realistic? Yep, realistic. I can do that uh, on my lunch break every day, or I'm going to get up 10 minutes earlier and do it, or um, be in the carpool line, you know what I mean? Or before I go to bed, sure. And since all that is measurable and achievable and realistic, um, I need to set a time frame. So I need to go get my Bible study now. 
that I'm going to do, and I have to be done with it at the end of March, which, by the way, you could do way more than four in a year. I'm just trying to give you specifics, right? So then you go and you do that for each of these. Um, mental health is the only one that, to me, you need uh, to really think about that because for me, especially, you know, after Lee passed and then my mom passed, and I think we all have things with our moms, and and uh, I love my mom very much, and um, but I was in charge of her for really the last four years of her life, and she made me pay for it, so to speak. And I say that with all the love. I'm sure she felt terrible. She was, you know, 79 when all this started. You know, Lee was passing away. Um, she got her house, you know, taken from her, so to speak, because we moved her down here to us. I get it. But um, I, I, I've got some baggage there, right? So mentally, I struggle with this. Well, how can I make that better, right? So I go through back through that SMART goal. Well, what is specifically I need to work through that? specifically, how could I do that? I can go to a Christian counselor. And I did. And, um, you know, how I measure that is I want to go to a Christian counselor, you know, at least three times a month, right? Three is my number. Is that achievable? Yeah. Is it realistic? Yeah. And could I possibly, you know, do this and do the bulk of the work by the end of March? Yep. Okay. You know what I mean? So I'm just trying to get you things. What about you? Maybe you need to get your hormones checked. Maybe you need to see where you are. Maybe you need to go to a doctor. Maybe you go to a dentist. I don't know. Maybe you need to go to your OBGYN. When's the last time you went there? Hey, no one likes to go there. But all of these things need to be done in order for us to be closer to God, in order for us to increase our health, in order for us to, you know, make our relationships better. So let's talk about relationships just real fast. A lot of people say, I want to be a better mom. Okay, that's great. But what does that mean? You know, okay, I want to be a better mom too. What? How will I accomplish that? Everything has to have a plan and it has to be specific and measurable and achievable and realistic and timely. By the way, this is not hard. It isn't tedious, but you've got to slow down in order to speed up. And I tell myself that all the time because I just want to rush through things. But I do want to be a better mom. Okay, what does that mean for me having a 15-year-old and a 21-year-old? Well, as far as my oldest is concerned, I check on him. Do you know what I mean? I do whatever I can. I, in the quiet I pray about him. I have books I read that are Christian books on my children. Like one is How to Pray for Your Adult Child by Stormy O. Martin. The other one's How to Pray for Your Teen Son by Stormy O. Martin again, because I love her. But I will stand in the gap for them. That is one of the ways that I'm not only going to be a better mom, but I'm going to do the hardest thing I think for them. And that is sacrifice, which is love them above all else and not by giving them what they want and giving them like what, you know, into the, what they're, what they, whatever they're desiring that moment. I'm going to storm the gates of heaven for them. And I'm going to go to the feet of Jesus, praying for their hearts, praying for them as men, praying for them, for them living without a father. Jesus has to be their father. You know what I mean? So is that measurable? Can I be specific? Yes, I can, because I think that's one of the most powerful things. And then that helps me boost my first one, which is spirituality, because that's just going to give me that much closer to God. So it's like a win-win, you know what I'm saying? Okay, work. I don't need to go through all these necessarily for myself, but what is it that you want to have better with your work? Okay, how could you measure something to make that better? Is it that you do learn a new skill? Is it that you get an assistant? Is it that you get help? Is it that you maybe delegate some of the work you're doing? Whatever that is, there's got to be a way that you can achieve that. Finances, I highly recommend uh, Brett Johnson to follow him. He, uh, when we first met them and we started making you know money to where we could actually start to pay off the cancer debt that Lee had, um, he gave us some great advice and he just kind of went through, all right, pay the smallest one off first. And then I would focus almost all of your money on that. 
Because if you don't, your savings, you know what I mean? It's like you, you still have to pay that off and you're you know, increasing what you owe them every single month. So we focused on our debt. We then started to save and then we save for our home. And it, it, it was just a really beautiful thing, even though like, you know, you don't want to save that money and you don't want to be on a budget, but, but, but the freedom and the confidence that comes from it when you do get on. Um, and then with each of these, including fun, there are short-term and long-term goals you can put in there, but I, I encourage you just to pause and start there. All right. And then the last thing I want to talk about, which by the way, this is in no means, no means says, oh, you're done. But then with each of these, we have to dive in and go, what are my goals for each of these? And so what we would do, we would attempt to make 10 goals for each of these and then make plans to make these goals a reality. And they can only be made a reality if they can be specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. If you need to take a picture or snapshot of a SMART goal, just Google it. There's all kinds of cute graphics. But I want to lovingly encourage you this year, if you don't normally do this, will you do it? I mean, it's just your future, right? It's just your family, it's just your finances, it's just your work, your fun, your overall being. And, and, and I cannot tell you, even losing all those people in my life, the different kind of life I lead now compared to what it was before years and years ago before I did this. Just so many things I continue to grow with, and so many things God, so many things God continues to use through kind of doing what I don't want to do in order to get the life that I want. And you know, we don't want to save money. I don't want to prioritize my fun. You know, I'm, I mean, oh I man, I, I want to prioritize fun. Don't get me wrong, but you know what I mean. I don't want to talk about my health and such. But if I don't, I get the life I don't want to live, and I've already been there once, and I don't want to ever go back. Even with my hills and valleys of my grief and sadness. The cool thing now is God is blessing me with less valleys. Like this past Christmas was the least sad Christmas that we've had since Lee's gone. And I praise God for that. I want him to show me those really small little wins because it keeps me moving. And I pray the same for you. And maybe you haven't lost, but maybe you're just like, no, I just, I feel so down. And, and when I look around, I just don't know what to do. And may I lovingly encourage you to stop looking around and will you just get down and dirty and allow yourself a day, allow yourself a lunch, allow yourself, you know, about three hours just to go for it, to pray, to go, God, help open my mind to possibilities. Please show me what it is that I need to stop doing and show me what it is I could do to replace these things, to get the life I want, to get the relationship with you, Jesus, that I want, but to better my health, to get a better real relationship with my most special people to work on my finances so I don't feel that stress and that that jail that I feel like I live in. How can I my work feel purposeful? How can I be joyful to do it? God can make a way where there is no way. He promises us that. You guys, and when we seek Him with all of our heart, we will find Him. I want this podcast to encourage you, but also help you live um, in the way that all these people have helped me live, in the way that I've learned through all of these ups and downs and these books and these trainings and all the things God has let me do and learn from and even fail from. I want to share that with you because you have no idea how good life can be even with loss, even with hiccups, even with not getting the job you want or maybe a relationship you you don't have any more. 
we can still live with purpose and with joy. It's just going to take a little bit of work. Um, thank you for being here. And also, I encourage you, find Shalene Johnson. She even has a journal that you can use to help you get through the push journal, to help you find your push goal, to help you kind of go through these goals. And she'll take you in videos step by step, or you can even read it if you don't feel like doing the videos. But um, I encourage you to do it because you won't even believe what you'll accomplish this year just by doing things. It like It's like your mind gets set on it. It's like you're focused on it. You start praying about it and you're gonna start being more aware of the steps it's gonna take you to get there instead of setting them and forgetting them and then ah, you're in the same place, if not worse, than you were last year. I don't want that for you. I don't want that for me and I don't want that for our children. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Happy New Year. Hey guys, speaking of the new year, if you want a community, that will encourage you, that will pray for you, stand in the gap for you, that is always in a Bible study, a women's group that is no drama, you know, zero judgment, a place where you can be 100% you there all while trying to see Christ and learning more from many women that may be just like you. Come to thebiblebabes.com. I'd love to have you. Just come and look, check us out. 